Welcome to Mimesis, the podcast about all the twisted ways that art and life imitate each other. I'm Stacey Rourke. And I'm Sandra Sheriff-Zachary. And we're your hosts on this zany adventure. Why did you give me a look as soon as I started talking? <laughs> no, I gave you the look because it was like five, four, three, two, and then it just disappeared. And I was like, is it going? <laughs> Where's one? Where's I know. one? <laughs> I was like, uh, hello. <laughs> Is it live? <laughs> what are we doing? Are we waiting? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we are here and we are recording an all new episode. I'm very we excited are. about this. Me too. Um, I know it's supposed to be my week, but you're kind of taking over because these last few days have been so busy. <laughs> you know, this is, this actually worked out in a really funny way. And, um, yeah, we're going to do our small talk in a minute, but I have to tell you how this went. So you were like, I don't have my notes ready yet. Yeah. And I said, um, my my next one was supposed to be Candy Montgomery, which is, it's based on two movies that were recently made. One called Candy, yes. the other called Love and Death that was on HBO. And I didn't take notes when either, when I watched either of them because I wasn't preparing for my episode yet. So right. today when I was like, it's fine, I'll do mine. I just kind of fast forwarded through the store, the show and pulled like enough knowledge of the true crime <laughs> out of my head to put this all together. So this episode is completely um, me showing off what a true crime nerd I really am. <laughs> <laughs> and we're so proud of it. I was going to be ready tomorrow when we were going to record, but you get to go on a little trip, which I'm so excited yes. and hope you have fun with. I don't even know what you're doing. I just know you're going on a trip. <laughs> Um, it is my husband's annual work party where uh, he's, oh, okay. he's a manager at Trader Joe's and every year, like the, within the area, they get together and they treat their, their managers to a big mate party where they put us up in a nice hotel and they feed us and give us a nice big party and everybody gets dressed up. And so we're heading down to Miami in the morning for this party. Fun. We're gonna fun, we're gonna fun. party in the city where the heat is on. Welcome to Miami. <laughs> I don't remember the rest of that song, but I'm jamming. <laughs> that's fair. So that's what's going on with me. What's going on with you, ma'am? Oh man, it's been a busy week. Um, my daughter turned thirteen today. Ugh, and I, I did not allow that. I did not condone that. I know. So trying to plan because she's having a sleepover today. But on top of the sleepover today, she had her bowling banquet. Uh, first awesome. off, Evan had his T-ball this morning. Then straight from T-ball, it's the bowling bacon. From the bowling bank banquet, it's bringing a couple girls back to the house so they can have the sleepover. So it's been a nonstop day since about 930 this morning. <laughs> And then your aunt was like, hey, let's record a podcast yeah. today, too. Your schedule isn't busy enough. But that means tomorrow I even said, I, I was like, you're going to crash me for what I'm about to ask you. <laughs> you did. You did. But I have to be a proud little mommy right now because at her bowling banquet, she got three awards and a scholarship. That is fucking amazing. You have to be yeah. so proud of her. She has to be oh, so, I'm so proud, proud of herself. She was like, made that really weird noise. <laughs> she looked at me and she goes, for the first one, she goes, and I was like, yeah, go, it's you. And then Aww. the second one, she's like, what? And I was like, yeah, go. And then the third one, I was like, 
wow, okay. <laughs> she's jumping up. She's like, I know how to do this now. Yeah. And then the she got called up again. Well, the one mom was talking to me and she goes, didn't they take like second? Don't they get scholarships? And I was like, no, because they took third, but they ended up taking second and they got called up for the scholarships. And I was like, well, then see right there. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's so good. And what a what a way to set. Sorry, what a way to spend her birthday to like get that recognition for all yeah. the hard work. I love yeah. that for her. She did so good. She got most improved player, and she improved by forty eight points. What she was like one wow. of the top ones that did that. That's amazing. Yeah. So she's definitely going to bowl again next year. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> she hasn't stopped. She, they actually signed up for a summer league. So. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So she's not oh, stopping. Man, keep she really enjoys keep it. Racking those scholarships up. I can't talk today. I'm so exactly. <laughs> Good lord. Um. Yes. You just keep yeah. Like those scholarships. It's, the, it's and... a small little scholarship. They add up. They will. They will, for sure. Mm-hmm. And she yep. can't, like, it's in an account that she cannot touch until she goes to school. Good. I love yeah. that. That's like, fantastic. we don't even have access to it. Yeah. That's the it's way pretty it should awesome. be. I love that. No, I'm not saying, like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be able to touch it. But, like, that's the way they, <laughs> they need to do these programs is, you know, to make sure that, yeah. that that's what that money goes for. Yeah. And I didn't even notice that they could get scholarships starting in middle school. That's amazing. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, Maddie, next year, she's only going to be a sophomore, but um, she's taking a college math class. So once she completes this class, it will also be credits towards college. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They started doing a thing here in Michigan that there it's a 13th year so you still graduate at your like your like 12th grade year and that 13th year is just college classes but when you are done with that 13th year you have an associate's degree oh wow that's cool yeah so we're gonna look into that for Emma's yeah absolutely um there's a thing down here I think it's, I know it's Seminole Community College for sure. And I know there's some other ones, but when you get your associate's degree at these specific colleges, you have automatic um, entry into like UCF for your bachelor's and master's and whatever from there. So, you know, you can start at a smaller college like Seminole and move right into UCF. So that's awesome. That's one of, that's one of the things Ellie's thinking about. Also, you're going to love this, and I know we're doing a lot of chit-chatting today, but guess what class Miss Thing has for her senior year? What's that? She has a culinary arts class. (gasps) Yay! Yes, (laughs) she does. She has a culinary arts class. She's very excited about that. Oh, and I'm going to be down when she starts school. Because when she moves... (laughs) What? What would you say? I said, and I'm going to be down there when she starts school. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited because I know that she will be able to feed herself if and when she ever moves <laughs> out of my house. 
Because, <laughs> like, that's, I know that's a plus. Kids, like, want to learn to cook. Yes. And you encourage that. I am a Virgo. And when I am doing, and I do this to you, you are the fucking culinary guru. But when I'm doing something in my kitchen, I need everybody out of my way. So I'm always just like, no, go. I've kind of given up the reins in my kitchen a little bit and let other people do things. But I'm very much a control freak. And I'm like, oh, it's not where that goes. That's not how you chop an onion. Like, I just have mm-hmm. to kind of like, I can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la. I'm not looking. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm oh, like, no, goodness. stop. That's not how you do that. <laughs> You're doing everything wrong. Just move. Right. Just yep. move. That's exciting. I hope she enjoys it and has fun. Oh, she will. She will. I know she will. She, some of her friends have taken the class already, and all of them tell her like how cool it is and how much fun it is and all the things that they make. So, all right, I think we've gotten the small talk out of the way. (laughs) Okay, so as I said, we are going to talk about uh, the Can Candy Montgomery case. This case was made into two movies that only came out like a year within each other. So I think it was like, remember when the movie Bugs Life and the movie Ants came out around the same time? Yes. Or like uh, Deep Impact and Armageddon came out around the same time. I think it's one of those things that similar scripts were sold to different networks. Yeah. Yeah, and they ended up competing with each other. Yeah. Uh, Candy stars um, Jessica Biel. Uh, Her husband, Justin Timberlake, has a small supporting role in there. He's one of the cops that is gathering evidence against Candy, and (laughs) he's unrecognizable. He's unrecognizable. Like, you're used to seeing Justin Timberlake, like, you know, fit and everything, and this guy looks like a middle-aged dad bod cop. It was, it took me a minute to go like, that's, that's Justin. That's strange. Um, yeah. Yeah. The other one is Love and Death on HBO Max. That one stars Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, a whole cast of characters there. They're both very good. The, the both tellings are very good. Candy, which is on Hulu is a little bit more I want to say artsy it's a little bit more artistic done like some shots are done more for artistic value whereas love and death plays some of it more tongue-in-cheek okay I will say that my my personal preference was love and death um part of that being because I think Elizabeth Olsen is just fucking brilliant I love her as an actress so much love I mean, her Yes. Yeah, she's she's amazing. She really is. Like, everything she does is just, like, chef's kiss. Yes. I mean, uh, in uh, the, the Doctor Strange movie, the last one that she was in, as yeah. uh, the Scarlet Witch, the shit that she's doing is absolutely atrocious, but you still find yourself like, okay, but I still love her. <laughs> right, right. Um, so yeah, that's, 
that's my preference between the two of them. Now, between those, we're going to get into the actual case that this is based on. All right? Yes. And this all sets back in 1978. Yep. Hold on. I lost my cursor. There we go. <laughs> uh, Candy Montgomery and Alan Gore and Alan's wife, Betty, and Candy's husband, Pete, they all go to the same church together. They're very, very active in their church family. They're in the church choir. Betty's not in the choir, but the other three are. They all sing together okay. on their, their... They're around each other a great deal. Well, And their neighbors, probably. They're, past, <laughs> they're close together, yeah. Yeah. Their pastor, Jackie, is really good friends with Candy. They they talk very openly with each other. They hang out. They get coffee. They're good friends. Well, Pastor Jackie comes over, and she tells Candy that she's getting a divorce. Just didn't work out with her husband. The, the time passes here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speed things up, because obviously you don't need to know every bit of every, you know, order things happen. But yeah. Pastor Jackie gets a divorce. She's going to leave the church. It's a big thing for everybody. Right, because at at that time, divorces weren't weren't as prevalent as they are. A thing. Yeah. Well, and she's she's openly talking with Candy, and she's talking about, like, dating new guys and, you know sex with new guys and, you know, what it's all about and, you know, how to get back in the dating world. And instead of being like, oh, I'm sorry to her friend, Candy starts to get almost a little wistful because shit with Pete is stale and she's seeing Jackie have these new experiences and she's kind of like, I want like a different penis in my (laughs) life. (laughs) Yeah. So Candy is on the church volleyball team along with Alan and they they go to practices, they go to their games and she sees Alan in those little 1970s shorts running around there playing volleyball <laughs> and she starts feeling some kind of way. Uh, so how does she go about expressing this to him? Well, after one of their games... She gets in his car and she's like, hey, I've been thinking about you in, in naughty ways. Do you, do you maybe want to have an affair? In naughty like, ways. Granted, <laughs> <laughs> I'm par- paraphrasing, but she's like, right. hey, so you're hot. Would you like to touch no-no parts? Um, and he's like, whoa, hey. <laughs> He's like, whoa, hey, I'm flattered. Let me think about this. He didn't say no. He's like, let me think about this. These two people, and this shit really happened. They talked to death about if they should do this. They're making a list of pros and cons of doing this. They make lists of who's going to handle what, what the rules are going to be in this. Like, I'm going to pack lunch. You're going <laughs> to reserve the room. Um, 
we can't this this can never be be about feelings we can never get develop feelings for each other this is just pure sex we're just friends that touch naughty bits like they're talking this to death that's crazy to the point yeah (laughs) takes the romance completely out of this (laughs) to the point that you know alan is still hesitating he's still like oh i just don't know and candy tells him and it's in both movies so i gotta say i gotta assume that she actually said this she's like i need you to know the longer we wait the more expectations i'm going to have of your performance (laughs) and he's like funny i'm aware of that (laughs) so at this point he doesn't even know if he can live up to like her expectations here see i've just been going off the top of my head i haven't even checked my notes where am i (laughs) okay so they're, they're talking about this. Now we're going to back up just a minute. And we're going to talk about Betty for a minute. And I'm we're not going... Betty has... We're going to discover Betty has passed. We're not going to speak ill of her in any way. But we're going to no. talk about what kind of person she was a little bit. She was a very strict, very controlling woman. She got let go from her job as a teacher because she was too harsh with her students. Okay. So uh she ha- she was very controlling. Like I said, none of this makes what happened to her okay. I'm just trying to tell you like who she was. She did suffer from dep- from depression uh during her pregnancies. She experienced a lot of depression uh a lot of postpartum intense <sighs> pardon? Postpartum depression yes, like afterwards. She- uh, depression while she was pregnant a lot of hormones that really amped up her almost outbursts while she was okay. pregnant and then she dealt with some postpartum as well so she was dealing with some shit things that yeah. now would probably be an easier fix in the 70s you were kind of so left much. on your own to deal with that shit I mean pregnancy is very hard for every woman and the support there needs to be more support once you have a kid yes because the postpartum really is bad it is it oh yeah like i got it horribly after evan and it lasted for years like i feel like i'm just now finally getting out of it yeah it's bad it's bad i i know um I know I got it for sure after Elliot. Yes. With Maddie, I think there was a depression, but I couldn't, I couldn't really explore how I was feeling then because I had a two-year-old and a newborn and like, it was basically just trying to keep everybody alive and okay. But I know that there was times that I just broke down. Yeah. And I probably should have taken more time for myself than I did, but. Absolutely. You still need to do that. (laughs) (laughs) we all do don't we okay so candy and alan have talked it to death and they finally have come and come to the decision that they're gonna bone yeah the time has come so they they get a cheap cheesy hotel room and they do it and they do it lots 
and often for almost a year. There oh, was wow. this went on for a while. Uh, I'm going to pause here for just a minute to say I'm team Pete Montgomery in this completely. Pete was a sweet, kind soul that did not deserve all the shit that landed at his doorstep. And you will see as this goes along, like, Pete Pete was a real one. He is a real one. He's still alive and kicking. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm team Pete. Hopefully by the end of this, you will be too. <laughs> Candy is very open about her affair with her friends. She told Pastor Jackie about it, trying to get Pastor Jackie to, like, talk her out of it. About the affair. Pastor Jackie was like, yeah. Okay. Pastor Jackie was like, you've already made up your mind. But, like, she talked about it. And she had a best friend named Sherry. She told Sherry all about it, like, intimate details. I don't... Is that a thing people do? I don't... I don't... I don't know because I'm not the type that would cheat. I can't. I know. Like, I no desire at all. Do, do you... Do, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't know. If anyone listening to this knows somebody <laughs> who, who has cheated, like, just tell it. Tell I mean, I know somebody who's know. cheated, but I don't know how in-depth they like, talked did, about did it. They, did they tell people? Did Is that something that right. you, like, discuss? Because I think of, like, the the women in my life that I'm closest to, in, including you, and if you came to me one day and were like, I'm thinking about this, I'd be like, bitch, do I need to kick your ass up and down the street? <laughs> right. Do I need to do that? I'm not saying that as a threat. I'm saying, is this what you need? Do you need me <laughs> to kick you up and down the street yes. for you to get your head right? You know, <laughs> I will provide this service for you. Maybe that's why people don't tell me things. <laughs> afraid you're gonna knock our heads together <laughs> oh my god i actually you remember when my kids were little i used to say that all the time i'm gonna knock their little heads together and i never yeah. actually did it but <laughs> i took the dogs for a walk the other day and uh athena went to turn to the side and cerberus like looked at her at the same time and they really did knock their heads together <laughs> It's like, oh, I never actually did it to my kids, but I did it to the <laughs> They did it to themselves. Okay. So anyways, their affairs rolling on. And during this time, Betty, who is Alan's wife, gets pregnant. Which somehow makes this even grosser to me. Like you're having an affair while your wife is pregnant. You dick. <laughs> I mean, I know what that's felt like on the other side. On the other side, yeah. Not her current husband. No, no, no. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So not only does Candy know about the baby, she goes to the baby shower. She brings a gift. Like she's she's friends with this woman. That's so she's. Oh, that drives me crazy. Yeah, she's being all sweet to her face and boning her husband behind (laughs) her back. So Candy and Betty are becoming closer friends. Um, Closer because she wants to just be able to go diddle her husband. Yeah, she wants it to be, you know, okay that, oh, you saw me talking to Alan. It's because, you know, we all hang Mm -hmm. out together. Well, there, uh, Candy 
and Pete and Betty and Alan, their daughters were about the same age. Their older daughters were about the same age. So they became like best friends. So they were hanging out together all the time. So again, when your kids are friends with somebody, you end up hanging out with their parents more often too. Yeah. So that was going on as well. So these two couples are entwined a lot. Betty has their baby, another little girl named Bethany. And Alan and Candy are still having an affair at this time. But now... And maybe it is because Betty's a little bit postpartum, but she's starting to pick up on things. Yeah. It's like, you know, she's not huge pregnant anymore. So she's wanting to be intimate with her husband. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm really not in the mood. I'm really tired. Stuff like that. And she's taking it personally. She's thinking, you know, he doesn't find me attractive anymore. He's not, he doesn't want me anymore. And the truth of the matter is it's because he was with Candy all day long and he's right. He can't perform. <laughs> yeah. So Alan talks to Can- to Candy and he's like, we need to slow things down here a little bit. Starting to affect my marriage. We, we gotta, we gotta chill yeah. a little bit. Well, they don't stop all together at this point, but they do start spacing out their Visits. interludes a little bit more. <laughs> yes. Well, then... Betty and Alan decide to go to a marriage encounter to help them work on their relationship. It's like a weekend long thing. They're going to go work on the relationship. Like a guess. Not just like therapy, just like an, in, like a stay. In an, it, like a retreat. Like, okay. Yeah, you're staying at a hotel and it's a full out retreat where there's like no telephones and no television and you're just with your partner. Okay. For these. I mean, like, isn't that just vacation? Yeah. <laughs> when- <laughs> But there's, like, counseling and therapy and, like, activities and homework worked in. So it's like a vacation, but with homework. Okay. So guess who they asked to watch their kids while they were gone? No. Yeah. Candy Montgomery. Okay, I've never watched the show or anything. She doesn't hurt the children, right? No. Okay. No. Well, okay not physically one of them ha- one of them has repercussions that happen okay we'll get to that because it's heartbreaking but no she does not hurt the kids um so she and pete pete's there too. watch the two kids while her lover and his wife go off to work on their marriage in theory the marriage encounter seemed to work for betty and alan they were things were better for the two of them than they had been in a while and in fact Alan and Candy stopped seeing each other they they just kind of distanced themselves Uh, the retreat went so well in fact that Betty told Candy that she and Pete should go and give it a try yeah and they did they did um it didn't go as well for Candy and Pete the homework stuff they did it for a little while and then they just kind of tapered off and were like yeah this isn't for us which you know let's tactics like that aren't for everybody so now that the, the two are no longer seeing each other they're back in town everybody's home and 
Betty was like a representative for the program locally. Like she's supposed to check in with couples that went to the the encounter and make sure they're doing the steps and all this kind of stuff. So she invites uh, Candy and Pete over for dinner. Okay. Just the two couples. Which seems like it would be really, really, really uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> but when it's over, Candy, like the next day, she's talking to her best friend, Sherry, and she actually said it was a really good thing that they did that because she realized that her feelings for Alan are gone. She's not attracted to him anymore. She doesn't want to be with him anymore. It's over. okay. So it seems like things are moving on the right track for Candy and Alan to just kind of sweep their affair under the rug and pretend it never happened, right? Right. If that was the case and what happened, we would not be discussing this right now. <laughs> Sadly, shit's going to take a nasty turn. First up, Pete finds a letter that Alan wrote to Candy in the middle of their affair. You don't write letters. <laughs> yeah. You don't write letters. You don't keep letters. What the fuck are you doing? He found this and he goes to Candy's best friend Sherry and he's like she would have told you everything. So Candy or Sherry tells him they had an affair. It's over. <laughs> So how does Pete handle this? Remember I said I'm completely team Pete. He went and got her flowers and a card and wrote her a big long letter saying that he knew it was failures on his part that caused her to stray and that he wanted to work things out with her. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pete. Pete. Pete, <laughs> you naive little thing, you. <laughs> oh, Pete, we love you, man. So the two of them, Candy and Pete, seem to be closer than ever right now. Well, around this time, Alan and Betty's daughter, Alyssa, was staying the night with Candy and Pete's daughter. Okay. Having a sleepover, doing the damn thing, having fun. Well, the girls ask if Alyssa can stay another night. The Montgomery family is going to go see Empire Strikes Back. Had just came out to theaters. They were going to go see it. She wanted her friend to come see Empire Strikes Back with them. Well, because Star Wars is Alyssa awesome. Had, because Star Wars is awesome. Alyssa had swim practice that night. And Candy was like, well, that's fine. I'll just, I'll go pick up her swimsuit. I'll take her to practice. After practice, we'll go to the movies, as long as this is okay with Betty. So that was the plan. Well, Alan is out of town on business during this this time, and Candy shows up at the Gore's house, tells Betty what's going on. Hey, um, she wants to come to the movies with us. I was just going to grab her swimsuit, and, you know, I'll take her. Everything will be fine. Betty's like, come on in the house. We'll have a cup of coffee. And Candy, you know, she's like, I don't have a lot of time. There's, There was a puppet show going on at the church that day. She had to go to Target and get a Father's Day card. Like, there's there's a lot of shit. So she okay. doesn't have a lot of time. But 
Betty convinces her to come in for a little bit. So she comes in and she sits down. And uh, first of all, Betty tells her you need to take these um, peppermint candies for Alyssa for her swim lessons. She doesn't like to put her face in the water. If she does put her face in the water, she gets one of these peppermints as a, a reward for doing it. Okay, I've got peppermints. It's fine. So they're they're having just a regular conversation. They're, they ended up having a cup of coffee. Candy is telling them her and Sherry were starting a business together where they were going to do wallpapering and painting things together. Okay. So she's telling him about that. And Betty's <laughs> wallpaper. like, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. She's like, that's really cool. Good for you guys. You know, small talk. And then Betty says, are you having an affair with my husband? <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah and Candy's like no <laughs> Betty says no did you and Candy says we did but it's over it's been over for months now and Betty's obviously distraught so she leaves Candy at the table and she gets up she walks out to the garage she comes back into the house carrying an axe. Oh no. <laughs> Candy's like, What what are you doing with that? And Betty's like, It's over. You're not I don't want you seeing my husband anymore. I don't want to see you anymore. Like you could take my daughter to the thing tonight. Have have your husband drop her off. I don't want to see you anymore. And Candy's like, Okay, okay, all right wears her swimsuit and she's like it's in the the laundry room so candy goes into the laundry room to get the swimsuit and betty follows her in there and she starts telling her you can't have my husband at this time she thinks she's pregnant again so she's you know you can't have him you stay away from him all this kind of stuff and then betty raises the axe and swings it the two end up scuffling candy gets hit in the head right at her scalp line and ends up okay like it's split just a little bit there and her toe gets chopped a little not like off but she gets cut there and then candy got a hold of the axe and candy went ape shit 41 strikes holy 41 uh when they were the medical examiner was going through all the wounds. There was times that she sunk. The, this is a trigger warning. This is very gory. Yeah. She sunk the axe into her skull so deep it got stuck. And she had to like pull on it to get it out. Oh. And then hit her again. So like, yes, she, she could yeah. claim self-defense at first. But 41 strikes. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. So I also need to say during all this, Bethany, the baby, is in her crib in the house. Ugh. Yes. And the the Gore family had just gotten um I know they got a new dog. They, yes, they had one they got another new dog. So their dogs were in the backyard. The dogs are barking. Candy tried to wipe things up as best she could um so there's like blood soaked towels and stuff but she was covered i mean 41 strikes she was covered in blood 
Yeah. So she got in the shower at their house and showered the blood off of her and then went back to the church and tried to finish out the, the things that she needed to do for the rest of the day. But and I left mean, the baby there? she knows she left the baby there. So she went out about her day and going through the motions. Well, now remember, Alan is out of town and he yeah. knows his wife has been dealing with some depression. He also knows that she thinks she's pregnant again. Like her, she's very, one wound very tight. So he keeps trying to call her, trying to call her, trying to get her to answer no answer no answer no answer he finally calls the next door neighbor and he's like hey can you just go see if she's home neighbor goes over there and is like the how the lights are all off dude the garage door is shut i don't i, I don't i don't see anything he even calls candy hey have you seen betty betty's like oh i stopped by this morning to get Alyssa's baby because she still has their oldest yeah. daughter Alyssa is still with them oh so my she's gosh. like oh i went and got her bathing suit um, talked to her for a little bit, haven't seen her since. So Alan is getting more and more upset. Finally, he, he calls his neighbor next door and he's like, you know, this is, this is how you can get into my house right now. I need you to go inside and you need you to go inside and just please make sure everything's okay. Yeah. So they get inside there and, you know, they're looking around. 14 hours have passed. Baby Bethany was in her crib by herself for 14 hours. Ugh. Yeah. That baby no. had cried. <laughs> she had cried her throat raw from screaming so much. Like, she, she lost, baby lost her voice from crying. She pooped in her diaper and it was all over her. It was all over her. So they wrap the baby up, they take the baby out, and then they go into the laundry room and they find Bethany. So they have to call, Al Alan calls while they're in the house. And they have yeah. to answer the phone and tell him, you you got to get home. Like, can you imagine? Can you yeah. imagine? Dude, your, your worst possible fears have been realized. You need to get your ass home. Yeah. It's just horrible. So... Alan comes home. Cops start questioning him, trying to figure out what happened. They're talking to Alan and they're like, did Betty, were there any extramarital affairs? And Alan admits that Betty did have an affair a few years back. And they're like, okay, well, what Betty had an affair. Yes. Betty did have an affair a few years back. Okay. Yeah. Betty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Betty. Well, Alan at first denies that he, he had ever had an affair. He's like, no, no, I didn't have an affair. So he leaves the police station. But then back at home, his conscience gets the better of him. And he's like, I care enough about finding my wife's killer that I don't even care if this comes out anymore. I just want to know who did this. So he yeah. calls the cops back and he's like, I wasn't truthful. I did have an affair. It was with Candy Montgomery. So now people are looking at Candy. Meanwhile, she still has the kid. She still, yeah. Well, when he came back into town, here's another thing. When he came back into town and he got his daughter, 
he asked Candy and Pete to be in the room while he told his daughter what had happened because having people that she knew and loved there would make it easier for her. <sighs> Fuck. No. Yes. So. Self-defense. Um, but you showered. You didn't instantly call the cops. No. The, you know what? I. It's the 41 times for me. It's the 41 yeah. times. But that's a crime of passion. Yeah. So. The police start putting things together. Uh, there was a, a shoe print that was Candy's shoe size. I think there was a handprint because, I mean, there was blood everywhere. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The evidence starts adding up. Uh, the lens of Candy's sunglasses had broken out. It was it was on the floor there. They found that. Candy is accused. There, There's a lawyer by the name of Don that also goes to their church. And she... Don doesn't normally take these kind of cases. He's not really a, a criminal lawyer, but she decides yeah. she trusts him more than anyone. So she brings him on and he's got this hotshot attorney that he brings on on her behalf as well. Now, up until this point, she's been saying, I'm not guilty. I didn't do it. I'm not guilty. I didn't do it. Well, she's talking to Don and Don is trying to work out, you know, what they're going to do, how they're going to, you know, we're, we're going to prove that you weren't there. We're going to prove that. And then Candy tells him, I did it. I killed her. And this is why. This is what happened. So he's starting to, he's trying to think like, are we going to do an insanity plea? Are we going to plead self-defense? Like what the fuck yeah. do I do here? So he decides to take her to a psychologist and have her hypnotized to figure out what the fuck happened here. And she's hypnotized. And the psychologist takes her back to a moment in her childhood where apparently she suffered a, a bad like facial injury. Like she got cut really bad. She was like four or five years old. And instead of comforting her, her mother was shushing her. And telling her, what will people think? Just shh, stop screaming. What will people think? And apparently in that moment, she felt so much rage. Because here she was in a moment of pain and being shushed. And then it came out that when she was grappling with Betty over the axe, because the baby was in the other room, Betty shushed her. And the psychologist was saying that that's what like it caused something in candy's mind to snap yeah so yeah i think a lot of that is mm, uh. <laughs> that's a hard one because i can understand it's a trigger mm -hmm. but and self-defense but after the first or second strike of self-defense run away yeah stop hitting yeah. her she's not hitting you anymore she you like yeah. she's down she's not getting up yeah yeah you have the axe yeah yeah like axe go outside call the cops i know cell phones were yeah. a really big thing back then but <laughs> it's 
Yeah, there's so much to this. There really is. Um, so the case, or the trial starts. And to everyone's surprise, uh, Candy doesn't plead not guilty. She says guilty by the reason of self-defense. Okay. So now they have to prove that it was self-defense. The whole case is going on. They They bring the psychologist in. They bring the medical examiner in. Um, all of this basically what they're trying to prove is that Candy didn't go over there that day to kill Betty that was not her intention Um, it wasn't premeditated it wasn't premeditated she didn't bring the axe she didn't know the axe was there yeah Um, it was you know just that's how things played out well they also had wanted to prove that this wasn't a I can't have him nobody can thing that Candy didn't want to be with Alan and the way that they proved that much to poor Pete's little heart is that it came out during trial that Candy had had another affair yeah Pete. I'm sorry, Pete. <laughs> so, Alan wasn't the only one. So it wasn't like she just loved him so much. It was just poor Pete. <laughs> Once a cheater, always a cheater. Yeah. So to get her ready for the trial, they, you know, they made her cut her hair. They made her wear glasses. They really wanted to make her come across as like the meek and mild little housewife. Uh, her lawyer did have to tell her she was taking anxiety medication to help her get through the trial Mm -hmm. and she was getting ready to take the stand and he had to tell her you have to stop taking this you look like a zombie and the the jury is not going to believe that you have any kind of remorse about this if you're drugging yourself yeah so he's telling her you have to stop doing this so she finally takes the stand and she just completely tells her side of the story, every bit of it, breaking down on the stand. Um, you know, he's he's showing her the axe. This is what you did it with. She's she's crumbling. So you can see that, like, she doesn't want to see it. This is just a painful thing for her. And, and I was watching the, all of this when I was watching um, Love and Death. I was watching it with my kids and my, my daughter was like i can't believe he did that you know she was traumatized by this whole thing and he's showing her the axe and you know bringing more trauma out and i let her ramble for a little while and then i was like that's her lawyer what did Mm -hmm. he just show to the jurors she's traumatized by this she absolutely is so he did that on purpose he showed how this broke her on purpose welp it worked Candy it worked. She's she's not it in jail. Worked. She's not in jail. She didn't go to jail. What the fuck? <laughs> she walked out of the court. Um, they they the 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 verdict came back back in her favor. She walked. Um, they moved out of town shortly after because it was a tight knit community and everybody knew what had happened. So they moved out of town. Shortly after that, Pete and Candy did get a divorce. 
I okay, hope he yeah. found somebody that loves him the way that he should be loved. Right. And Candy went on to become a family counselor. Oh, that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> didn't kill anybody else anymore, right? Nope, didn't kill anybody okay. else. Just the one. Yep, her daughter worked alongside her in counseling. So, yep. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean um, to laugh. Alan, so strange. Yeah, Alan Gore did get married again to another woman from the church. Um, <laughs> it did not work out, and he ended up getting divorced again. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that is the twisted twirly case of candy montgomery that's so crazy 41 times and it was self-defense i just i can't believe it like i really thought you were gonna be like yeah she's sitting in jail for life nope or at least got like some years nope and when they were going through the trial um she was allowed to be out and with her family during the trial Like, she wasn't in jail during the trial. (laughs) That's even stranger. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So she was going home and having dinner with her family every night. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I wish everybody could see your face. (laughs) Just trying to absorb all of this. It's so crazy. I'm going to have to watch these movies or shows. I highly, honestly, I highly recommend it. Love and death when they show how Candy and Alan tried to decide if they were going to have an affair is probably one of the funniest damn things. Like, (laughs) I, Jay was watching it with me and he's just like, what are they doing? It's a contract. (laughs) That's basically how it comes across. Yeah. It's funny. So definitely give it a watch. Um, I'll watch them both. Compare and contrast. Okay. I will. Yep. Well, that's it. That's all I got for you. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to go watch it right now. I've got these girls that are going to like just stay up all night. So I'll go and start it. <laughs> there you go. Just marathon the whole thing. Yep. One of them. Um, Love and Death is on HBO Max. Candy is on Hulu. Okay. That's where you can watch them. I have both of those. I also so. have, yes, I have also realized that um, Lifetime does made-for-TV movies about true crime. Oh. So I think you, you, I told you that I had a really bad case of insomnia the other night. Yes. I was up watching true crime movies all night. <laughs> So I have so many cases that I want to dig into and compare them to the movies and dig into these. Yeah. Yeah. So many. Oh, I'm so excited. excited. Yeah. Uh, The other night when you had insomnia. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) What'd you say? I'm saying the night that you had insomnia, I also had a little bit where I went to sleep at like two and I couldn't put down the book that I was reading. Um, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo what i'm reading right now okay and then i fell asleep but then evan woke me up at 4 30 and then then i was like no i can't fall back to sleep again <laughs> oh 
Well, we had gone yeah. to Magic Kingdom that day. And we stayed to watch the fireworks and came home. And, you know, usually you have your downtime yeah. where you, like, you know, take a shower, take a bath, whatever, yeah. and then chill out for a little. We didn't have any of that. We just came home and, like, immediately laid down. And I don't think, like, I my your brain, brain just went, oh, it's not bedtime. Yeah. So I, I watched that's, 4 a.m. come and go. That's why I hated working nights and having Emma when it was just her and I because it was like I could not shut my brain off. And then when she was waking up, it's like I'm still so tired. Yeah. So tired. It's, it's bad when you're you yeah. know, at work like that. And... and dinner wasn't until like midnight. So then it was like doing horrible things to my body. Yeah. I'm glad I don't work nights anymore. Well, I mean, you're a mom. You still work nights. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Evan still doesn't sleep through the night half the time, so. And he's almost yeah. six. Um, I have a 16-year-old that still doesn't sleep through the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, my dear. Will you have fun with your sleepover tonight? Oh, yeah. I hope they let you get some rest. Yeah. And you have fun. I don't know what you're doing tonight. <laughs> I am going to go do my nails for this party tomorrow. Fun. Have fun tomorrow. I will. Um, Next time we will be talking about Miss Tina Turner. Miss Tina Turner, yes. And the movie, um, What's the Love Got to Do With It? it. Such a good movie. I just watched it. Like, I remember seeing pieces of it, but I just, like, fully watched it a couple days ago. And I was like... Yes, this is so great. Angela Bassett in that movie is just, she was incredible. Yes, she did it. I love her so much. You know, I read a a quote that Tina Turner said about Angela Bassett's performance. And she said she didn't make a mockery of me. She channeled her inner Tina. And I was like, yes. Yep. But we'll talk all all about that next week. We will. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.